0: Welcome to Queer Conversation. In the studio with me today is Queer Screens director Lisa Rose. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Suka. Thank you for taking our time in your very busy schedule. My pleasure. years Queer Screen Film Festival
1: will launch in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. There's 166 films playing across over 100 sessions um, in Sydney and surrounds, and uh, and uh, yeah, on demand, and it's and yeah.
0: That's a lot. Talking about on demand, so you are providing films to um to, to have access to through on demand. You even have an open air cinema session with lovely Kate Blanchett. Yes. And many cinemas throughout sydney yeah and additional to this you after this festival will be over you go onto the blue mountains into canberra Mm -hmm. which is fantastic so let's talk about the different types of films that you are offering
1: yeah yeah it is we've got our like sort of our standard kind of like romantic dramas and rom-coms through to sort of like mysteries and and then uh yeah there is just a really kind of Diverse range, and then obviously, there's documentaries and things as well. And like, so our closing night film, The Venus Effect, um, is a sort of romantic drama from a romantic drama D, as I like to call it, um, where it's from uh, Denmark and uh, it's about like two women who meet each other and um, it's really cute kind of how they get together and really sweet um, but then it's they've also got sort of like this family drama that's kind of happening around them that's also quite comedic uh, and it's just a real crowd pleaser and um, it's a really great way to end the festival. Um, we've also from like looking at a completely different genre got a fantastic film from France um, which stars um, Adele um, who people would know from Blue is the Warmest Colour um, and this film is Kind of like a magic realism kind of film where it's about um, her and her daughter Um, and her daughter is probably about eight years old and she has this really strange ability to be able to reproduce smells so she'll smell a smell and she'll be able to get all these ingredients together in this jar and kind of recreate it and so she creates this particular smell which means makes her transport backwards um to like about like 10 years to um when her mother was sort of like a teenager and it's just about this she discovers this kind of love triangle between um her her mother and these two siblings and uh it's just I just can't stop thinking about it it's just really really interesting it's really well made Adela's fantastic in it and it's just got these really interesting sort of mysterious elements that kind of Um, slowly unravel as you're watching it and it's incredibly engaging and I hope that people go and see it. I love it so much that I'm playing it three times.
0: You have been a director of since 2017 and been on the board um, Mm -hmm. beforehand so you would have seen a massive change on films that get your screening. So for example you just gave us an idea of this French film Mm -hmm. which is from its topic very, very different than we used to have like 20 years ago. They were Mm. all about coming out and identity and so on. So
1: can you talk a little bit about that change that you have seen Is that queer screen? There has been such a change in in films about queer women, not only like the quantity of films that are getting made, the quality of films that are getting made. There's... you know, there's less tropes that are getting kind of presented. There's sort of more authentic kind of things that are potentially getting done um, and, like, like, a really diverse range of people that you're seeing on screen. Um, and, yeah, and from that genre perspective, like you say, like, there was, you know, people, you know, the audience love to watch romantic dramas and romantic comedies. Like, that is always the thing that people, like, particularly queer women, are still really drawn to. Um but there is, it's, I'm really excited about the fact that there are some other things that might have romantic sort of elements in it, but have like those different kind of um, hit points that are kind of in it. There's a great film um, from Sweden called So Damn Easy Going, uh, which is a coming of age romance. Um, but at the same time, it touches on um, as someone who has ADHD and you don't get to see that very often on screen and the way that they kind of present that film and, and how they, they showcase her um you know her feelings that she's having around that is really fascinating the way they do it on screen and it's just a really lovely um a lovely film um that I hope people go and see um it's played uh it's playing all the queer film festivals um all over the all over the world uh, and then you've got other ones that um kind of th- I, I have this theory about if you set a film um in the past it will never age out like it will always be able to be able to be watched and you won't be like oh that's dated now because of the fact that when you set a film in the past it's very much stylized to that film and to sorry to that time and that period of time and there's a film that we've got um called You Can Live Forever which is set in the 90s like in the late 90s or the mid to late 90s and um, I uh, that's very much my sort of coming out kind of period and, and it is that thing about, again, two, two young women who meet. But it's set in this world of the Jehovah's Witness and it's done in an incredibly respectful way um, and it's a really sort of fascinating insight, not only into the 90s, which I love, but also into um, into that sort of religion. And uh, it's one of our fastest sellers. What I've seen over the, the change over
0: mm-hmm. over. Um, the, the last few years in films that are coming out, they are more diverse than ever, and not only within our own sexuality and identity, but it's inclusive of, um, you know, disability mm-hmm. and um, um, the different cultures. Yep. Etc.
1: Do you find that too? Yeah. Not only the film about the girl with ADHD, but we've also got a film um, from the Philippines, which is called Sleep with Me, which is about um, two women who both um, are people with disability. Uh, one of them is a wheelchair user, and the other one has a more hidden disability of having like severe insomnia. Um, and it's just about how they kind of connect over the fact that the uh, one of them has a late night radio show, and the other one just listens to it because they can't sleep. And then they just randomly. Um, sort of meet through this sort of situation that happens, and it's really sweet how they kind of get together, and yeah, and so so there's so there's that uh, is is one element, but it also is that aspect of just the you know the just a diverse range of people that are that are seen on screen and back to the like the genre thing that you said there's another french film that we've got called the origin of evil um which is just like it's just so much fun like but not fun in like a this is hilarious kind of way but fun in just like it's salacious and like just like these it's a bit like white, white if you've seen white lotus it's a bit like that in a way that it's just these despicable people doing terrible things but you're just fascinated while you're watching it and it's a and the protagonist is a queer woman um and it's just kind of again a sort of a thing that's sort of um unraveling as you go along going like what is happening who's telling the truth here um so it's yeah it's great because there's so many different things. What about documentaries? And there are more and more that we
0: see uh, even in mainstream television. What documentaries have you got?
1: Yeah, there's there's um, a few really fantastic documentaries that are about lesbian and queer women. Um, there's one called Finding Her Beat, uh, which one is, is one of my favourite films in the festival. It's incredibly uplifting. It's about a group of um, queer women and non-binary people who... Um, A taiko drummers um, which is a Japanese um, drumming uh, and it's traditionally performed by men and so they get together to do this performance and it's incredibly um, moving and uplifting and really fascinating sort of what happens in that film there's a really great one called um, in her words which is about um, 20th century lesbian um, uh, fiction and it just kind of touches on basically every single lesbian like novel from you know, the 20th century that you could possibly think of and talks to a bunch of the authors and kind of what it was like for them. Uh, and we're going to be following it with a panel um, afterwards, giving sort of an Australian perspective where we're going to have some Australian authors um, involved in that. Um, and there also is uh, one of our fastest selling um, films about queer women is called Gateways Grind, uh, which is a documentary that is about the Gateways Club, which was a famous club. Um, for queer women um, in London that existed for years and years and years kind of I think it started in the 40s or the 50s Um, and it's it's narrated by Sandy Toxvig, and she kind of investigates kind of what sort of um, the history of of that club and it's really fascinating to see what our forebearers were doing back in the day. Talking about panels, I'm always excited
0: when I see that you have panels on there. Mm-hmm. Super interesting. And one panel which I thought was great for you to even come up with that idea um, based on your 30 years anniversary, you have invited, was it the actors of the first gay people in a soap
1: opera? The number 96 um, was a show that was uh, basically on in the the 70s and I think it was the 70s and 80s. Um, and it it's, uh, was incredibly like, ahead of its time in terms of like how forthcoming it was like it had like a a well-liked gay protagonist that was in in the film a, a lawyer called Don um, and uh, Joe Hashem who's the actor that played played him is going to be talking to um, TV historian Andrew Mercado um, about that kind of impact it also featured um, bisexual character and it featured a trans woman um, that was actually played by a trans woman in Carlotta um, and it was completely ahead of its time and it was like the first place in the world that was doing this kind of thing with that show and a couple of other shows and so they've made a docu- little short documentary they're going to play with it as well um talking about the fact that australian tv was really outrageous and then basically in the 90s it just became really conservative and so it's really fascinating um and it's, i think it's getting, it's one of our biggest sellers actually and uh, i think people are going to find it really interesting to sort of look back at you know what was happening 50 years ago and talk a little bit about short films a lot of short films about queer women um my queer career our um uh, our Australian short film competition. Uh, there's eight films that are competing for sixteen thousand dollars worth of prizes, uh, and they, uh, you know, there's a couple of First Nations stories in there, which is which is fantastic this year, and it's a really diverse range of films that's in there. Um, we also have a Buy Plus Shorts, which we're doing, uh, which is probably has the most laughs of anything that we have in the festival. Uh, there's a fantastic uh, film that is called Show Pony that's in that film, uh, in that particular package that is just. Um, it just takes you in places that you are just totally not expecting, and it really makes you think, "What would I do in that situation?" And so um, that's worth the price of admission just to see that. To see that one, uh, and there's also we're doing two kind of packages that are really focused on queer women. There's a lesbian shorts and a women loving women shorts. In the women loving women shorts, uh, we actually have two world premieres: um, an Australian uh, film called Me and Herpes, which is um, which is kind of shot locally around here, and it's just a really uh, really fantastic sort of romantic comedy about these about these two women who um, who kind of are getting together and are they or aren't they? And it's really very, very funny and really well-performed. And there's also another film um, called Women Meets Girl, which is also having its world premiere. It's from the States. And it is about two women from who are very, very different and from different walks of life and how they get together one evening. And it's a very conversation-heavy kind of film. And it's just fascinating, the stuff that they kind of um, unpick with each other. Heaps of content for, for audience to, to check out on your website and how can they get tickets? Yeah, yeah. So we're screening um, from Wednesday the 15th of February through to Thursday the 2nd of March. Uh, we had eight different venues. Our main venues are Event Cinemas, George Street, um, The Ritz in um, Randwick and Dendy Newtown. And we also have a few other venues including Open Air where we are doing the screening of TAR with Kate Blanchard in a Pantsuit. Um, Rocking it, Um, And then people can get their tickets at queerscreen.org.au. We actually have already had two things already sell out. um, And, uh, you know, things will continue to sell out. There'll probably be more and more um, are going to be selling out in the lead up to the festivals. Uh, So make sure people buy their tickets early because you don't want to miss out. Thank you, Lisa, for
0: coming into the studio. Really appreciate it. No worries at all.